Good morning. Happy Friday. I'm so excited to be here as your host on Lift Your Spirits Radio, which comes to you every Friday. You're listening to my amazing son, Dean Foster, who's attending Berkeley College of Music. That's a band he's in called Blue Shaston. And you can look them up on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and all the other uh, platforms that have uh, streaming music. My name's Kassar Lean, and after overcoming my own health challenges many years ago, I did that all naturally, and now I help thousands of clients over the past 30 years. I focus on providing valuable natural health options so that you can make the best choices for your life. My background is in herbology, naturopathy, psychology, energy work, and meditation, and you can learn more about me and what I do at truehealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com. And there you can find information on services and articles that I've written on my website and on medium.com. And you can listen to all the previous radio shows as well. So thank you so much for joining me today. Today, I have a friend of mine, Tanya Swan. Hello, Tanya. Hello there. How are you? (laughs) How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Good, good. And we met because of uh, health. when I had my health food store, you came and mm-hmm. where it was, uh, we had events where we would um, bring in uh, different practitioners to uh, introduce people to all the different options that they had. And you were gracious enough to come and participate in that. So that was really great. That was really fun. Yeah. So what type of services do you offer, Tony? Well, I do a lot of hypnotherapy, specializing in past life regression and life between life regression. Uh-huh. Great. I, do, I also do a few other things, but that's my main focus. Great. And where is your office located? It's in Issaquah. In Issaquah. And, and then remotely. I work a lot remotely lately. Oh, so anybody can call in from anywhere for your service. Oh, people do from all over the world. That's wonderful. And how long have you been uh, helping people with natural services? Mm, about 33 years. Wow. Long time. And you even wrote a book on the subject, right? I did. I wrote a book called Heaven and Earth, How It All Works. And it's about my experiences. And they can look that up. uh, The listeners can look that up either on Amazon or online. Just type in your name. Amazon. Type my name if they want to find my website. Tanya Swan. And um, so tell us about, about your book. Well, my book is about the experiences that I had when I was young. And my guide had asked me to write it down to share it with people because it helps people understand about the spirit world, what it's really like. I, I was able to go there with him about 350 times. So I got a really good look at it. So uh-huh. I, I wrote all of that down. And during my baptism, when I was uh, about 11, I was taken to another world as I went under the water. I actually found myself in this other world and I didn't know where I was. It wasn't really because there were all these beings, they were standing around me mm-hmm. and I was feeling the love and the peace of that world and of them. And so it was just amazing feeling. I felt so loved to every cell of my being. But then after a little bit, I thought, well, where am I? And that's when I kind of got startled and stood up. Yeah. And after that, one of them kept talking to me. And he told me to hold the place between waking and sleeping. And when I got good at that, I could see him. And then he put out his hand and took me up to the spirit world. And we did this every day. I would go to that meditation space and I would go with him. And, and he would answer all my questions, including helping with my homework. I became an excellent student. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Yeah, it was great to have some help. <laughs> so when did you write your book? 
Oh, I read, I wrote it over about eight years and that was about 20 years ago. So I've been writing it for a while. It was published in 2020, 2002, 2002. Yeah. Okay. Great. And um, so when you do talk, um, I was hoping you could talk more about the work that you do to help people, you know, the, and then you reference it in the book, but also um, the life between life work. How does that work with your clients? Well, a lot of people are looking to find out about their purpose. What ah. are they doing here? And what is it what is it like over there in the heaven worlds? And how does that integrate with being here? And so I work with them under hypnosis to take them to meet their guide and to uh, find out about their past lives and what they've been doing. You can kind of see momentums in people's lives as you see the different lives and get an idea of what they've been doing you can see what they're kind of doing here because they keep working on certain subjects yeah people get stuck in the, those things i think a lot of times uh at least i've seen that with my clients and even with myself we get stuck in these little <laughs> roundabouts if you will and not knowing it's hard to take a step out and look at that from a different um, vantage point right so with the hypnotherapy absolutely. you can do that right absolutely and it, it's a lot of times people will come in with something that's really bugging them too. That's another uh, big thing that I do is like, like they're lonely and they can't figure out why are they lonely and they have no reason in this life to be lonely. They have family they have friends and there's, they, they just have no reason and they can't figure out why they're having these feelings. Uh -huh. And then, you know, in that particular thing, for instance, regressing somebody at one point was she was in India. She was in a family, very close village, close family life. And she was married off to somebody from a, a very far away, like 200 miles. And so she married this person and went there and never saw her family or her village again. And so she wow. was very lonely at that life for the rest of her life. And she carried that over into this one. So how do you help them resolve with that? Well, I put them under in hypnosis and we go and we see what caused it. We go to the source of the problem. And when they see it, that helps them. Um, one very dramatic story about that is I had a young man who was 10 years old and he was having night terrors and he'd had them from 10 months old until 10 years old. And every night his parents would go through this with him where he would be screaming and seemed to be reenacting something over and over. And finally, somebody suggested that he come in and see me. And we went back into his lives and he was in a lot of war. Mm. So three different times. And he saw horrendous things. Now, when he was going through it at night with his parents, he didn't remember anything in the morning. But when he actually saw it under hypnosis and realized what had happened to him, and we did some healing work. We can do some healing work under hypnosis to help bring in the light and help look at things from a different perspective. Like I had him go back. He saw a friend who died uh, was his best friend and he died in front of him and I think that was one of the biggest scars that he carried so I had him go back and I said I want you to look with your spiritual eyes and watch what happens to him as he dies and he saw him come up out of his body and the joy that filled him just was amazing and when this person witnessed that it just transformed their feelings about it and so we do a lot of that reframing and understanding what happened and that just helps people be better. He now has no night terrors. He's lost his depression, anxiety, and has gone on with his life and decided not to go into the military again. 
gosh. What he was thinking about that when he yes, said Yes, yes, he was going to. It was, and it was actually kind of towards the end of the session. I said, well, you know, why, what are you going to do now with your life? And he says, well, I'm going to go in the military again. I said, can we go back and ask your guide about that? And so I put him back under and he asked his guide and he's like, no. So he, so he came back out and I said, well, what do you do now then? He says, I'm going to be a paramedic. There you go. So, wow. That was fun. That's amazing. Amazing how information can help make our make changes in our lives. It really does. It really does. I'm yeah. And, over and over. Yeah. Hypnotherapy, as I was saying earlier, you know, it, it really is powerful, um, a powerful tool. I, I was in a um, airplane in a thunderstorm in Texas. This is a long time ago. And I saw a hypnotherapist and that got me over my fear of flying. So I know how powerful it is. Um, and I know it helps people with all kinds of um, issues. Yeah, it does. Another group of people that like to come in are people that are trying to just connect spiritually to who they really are, trying to get an idea of more than just this life, what they've been doing and what they are, are like, but trying to reconnect also with people that have passed over. And oh, okay. so put them under and they're able to a lot of times make that connection. And one of those that was so dear to me was this lady, she came in and her husband had died recently like a month from the time that she came in and when we started the session he really came in strongly into the room and I could feel him it was so strong and so I'm I'm not allowed to be a medium in this situation I need to guide them to get their information right right. and so I asked her do you feel anybody in the room and she goes yes and I said do you know who that is she goes yes it's my husband and I said well what what's he like um, she said, well, he's a very strong personality. And I'm like, I'm picking that up too. This very manly man. I am, you know, really a manly man. And um, so I, I shared that with her. And then I, I saw him kneel down in front of her and hand oh. her a rose. Oh, wow. And again, I'm not supposed to tell her anything. So I asked her, you know, are you aware of anything having to do with flowers? She goes, he's handing me flowers. He's handing oh. me roses. And I said, is that significant for you? She goes, yes. He always brought me roses on my anniversary oh. and today's my anniversary. Oh, my I was God. in tears. <laughs> I tell you. Oh, my God. That, that definitely puddled me up. That's great. And so just so that, that connection is really healing for people to be able to reconnect with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. That must feel really um, empowering to... Uh, to, to see all that, you know, lay out in front of you and, and to yes. just be the conduit to allow that information to be shared. Yeah, with to people. change people's lives is amazing. To help them to figure things out, get on their path, do what they came to do. Right. So you can do the hypnotherapy online as well. Yes, I do a lot online nowadays since That's COVID. Right. Yeah. Although I fought it a lot. I, I tried to stay in the office forever. I got UV lights and all kinds of things trying to stay in the office. But it, I started to do online, and actually, I think it's better, Kasara, because oh, really? you don't have the physical things, like you're not thinking about what you look like, you're not thinking about the room, you're only going to your inner world, uh, and we connect you to the voice, and I just love it. So I started out not wanting to do it, ended up loving it. Isn't that funny? Yeah, very typical <laughs> for me. A lot of people were like that with online. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people fought it, right? Yeah. But uh, then they realize that they can do all this amazing work 
over these yeah. over this technology that we have now. <laughs> That's great. Now, um, uh, so how long are your sessions typically for hypnotherapy? Um, two hours for past life regression, but okay. when we do the life between life, which we do one past life first to get uh, integrated on how to do things and how they pull their information, how we work together. And then we'll do the three hours of the life between life. And usually there's a little time in between those. We don't usually do them back to back, although I do get people from out of town come and do them pretty much back to back. So then um, uh, do people see you more than once on something like that? Or they just have those it two sessions? It depends on what they're working on. If they're working on something like I worked with a gal that had, she just couldn't leave her apartment. She was just kind of frozen, you know, didn't want to leave. Uh-huh. They protected in this little environment. Her dad supported her and she didn't work. And we took her into the regression, come to find out she'd been in the Nazi life and had been in the gas chamber throwing the switch. Oh, my gosh. It had caused her so much stress because she didn't want to do it. But if she didn't, they would kill her family as well as her. She didn't mind getting killed herself, but she, her family was, a, was an issue for her. So she, she did it as long as she could, and then she went crazy because of the conflict. And so we did the regression. It took about five of those to get to the bottom of that and for her to see everything and to face it. Cause that's a big thing to face. Yeah, absolutely. But she got well, went on to become a counselor. Oh, so wow. That, that's the longer. Uh, most people, I see them once for past life regression and, and that's usually it or twice at the most. And then if they're doing LBL, we do one LBL. Okay. Yeah. I found, I've always found the hypnotherapy was very, um, you know, very gentle, very loving. I always felt really safe um, when I was doing that. Um, that it's just a very um, a gentle way of healing. You know, there are just mothers that are out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Very connected, and and it's very important in doing hypnotherapy. It's the number one thing I think we do is connect people to who they really are. Yeah, and that's a beautiful place. <laughs> Yeah, and unfortunately, in this society, people aren't uh, aren't shown that they don't realize how powerful they are. They don't; they're not in touch with all their gifts. They're not in touch with um, all that they can be, and it's very sad. I think. Yes, it's true. Yeah. So, can you can you let the listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Yes, they can go to my website. It's tanyaswan.com, or they can just Google me. I come up on Google very well. Yeah, when I Googled you, it came up right, you were at the top, which doesn't always happen, you know, with some people. <laughs> so that's neat. You have a beautiful name and it's very unique and it pops right up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. They can also text me if they have a question. I like uh-huh. people to text me. I, I lose emails sometimes because I get like 100 a day, so I, it can be lost. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. Well, you're listening to True Health with Kassara Deline on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Stay tuned and we'll be right back with more from Tanya Swan and Life Between Lives. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. 
Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island Time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or The Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Lift your spirits at Bayview Healing Suites on beautiful Whidbey Island. Bayview Healing Suites offers treatments in beauty, health, and wellness and is located at Bayview Corner, open seven days a week. Sonia Sushagani offers acupuncture and traditional Eastern herbal medicine that restores balance within your body, mind, and spirit. You can reach out to her to book your wellness and self-care session at goldenearthhealingarts.com. Take some time for yourself to relax at Bayview Healing Suites in Bayview Corner. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Thank you for joining us this morning. You're listening to True Health with Gassar Deline on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And today I'm fortunate to talk with Tanya Swan and Life Between Lives is our discussion. And uh, we are talking about her book, Heaven and Earth, which you can get on Amazon or on her website or in person. You sell it in person too, correct? Yeah. <laughs> for those that are interested. So, um, so tell us some more about uh, how this all works. I mean, if people call you, they usually have an issue, you said, right? They are trying. Yeah, they usually have some kind of an issue and they're wanting to resolve it. And so this is one of the avenues they're trying after they've probably tried many things. So I'm, <laughs> the, work, the, last, right? I'm the last last chance person for a lot of yeah, people. I get that a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a really good story of a, a last a last chance. I had a guy come in, sit down in my chair, and he said, I've come here to, I want you to help me to die. Oh, wow. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not my usual mode of work. And that's something I, I like to do. And I asked him, well, why? And he said, because the person that I love, my twin soul, is dying of cancer. And when she oh. leaves the planet, I want to go with her. Oh, wow. And he had spent his life not being able to get back together with her. They had tried, but it just never worked out. And so here she is dying and he just wants to be with her. And so I was like, well, let's go under in hypnosis and let's have a chat with some people about that. <laughs> Knowing how the guide's probably going to not be in alignment with the dying idea. Yeah. So I, thought the, I, I thought the guide would come in and that would happen. Uh-uh. She came in. Oh, wow. Yeah, and she said, what the bleep do you think you're doing? You have things to do. Forget this idea of going with me. You can connect with me in spirit and in meditation, and I'll be with you. But you go on and do your life. You have lots to do yet. Wow. So he came out kind of going, whoa, that wasn't what I expected. <laughs> 
And he actually decided to go into hypnotherapy and he's now working in my office. Oh my gosh, that yeah. is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> is it it? What a story. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Every day we come up to something new. <laughs> that was a new one for me. I never yeah. had anybody before ask me to help them to, to leave. Yeah, do you use the same technique with everybody? Is it just like a formula you follow or is it? Oh, uh, don't I wish. <laughs> I always go into the office or go to to start my work with somebody going, I wonder where we're going today because I never know. You never know. The guides, they have it all planned out. They know what they're doing. And the people on the other side, I think they're waiting in line to do whatever it is they want to do with these people. And I'm just the facilitator and I'm having to just kind of figure out what to do here and there and going with the flow of it Uh because you just never know. Like that one, I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds pretty crazy. I've never had anybody come to me with that either. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, a lot of people do come in to connect with people. And one of the things I wanted to share with people, because I was meditating this morning, what could I share? What would be valuable? What would be a take-home for people here? And I think that is, for me, a, a big thing that we do in our family. And I think if other people had it, it would help them. Because a lot of people suffer when people cross over and leave them. Mm-hmm. It's not the people on the other side. They're fine. They're happy. You can feel the joy when they make their transitions. It, it's an amazing place where they're going. It's lovely. It's beautiful. And there is no hell, by the way, guys. No hell. <laughs> so get over that one, please. I've been there 350 sometimes. There's no hell. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a beautiful, safe place, and it's fair. And most of the judging you do is you doing the judging. It's Mm. you're trying to figure out how to improve yourself. It's not about somebody's going to sit up there and judge you. What a lesson, huh? Yeah, really. Yeah. But here's the thing in our family. We started this thing. Um, When the person passes over, we expect them to give us something to let us know that all is well with them, even though we know it's true. We just want to hear from them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, so the first person this happened with was my daughter. She died of brain cancer. Oh. And when she died, it was an amazing experience. I actually went with her for part of it because I was holding her as she made the transition. And that was the most incredible high spiritual moment of my entire life. I felt what she felt going over. And the joy that filled me was so much that I couldn't cry for three days. I couldn't mourn even. I just was just filled with this joy. But anyway, she's supposed to send us something. And we have decided that roses, which is our family flower, and the instrument that you play, because everybody plays an instrument, is something you should use. And that way we know ahead of time what's coming. And each of them has a color of rose. Oh. But I hadn't realized my daughter picked the same color as my dad. So just before she died, and she's, she's kind of unconscious at this point. She can't talk to you. She's, she's gone, basically, except she can still hear you. Mm-hmm. So I went to her and I said, Rava, you've got to use a rosebud. So it's white rose, white rosebud, because I won't know if it's you or dad. Right. And I knew she, she kind of could move her eyes and, and tell me that she got it. Uh-huh. And so after she passed, I knock on my door. I'm getting ready for the memorial service. And I'm really, really busy. You know how that goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's just so, so much in your head. So the knock on the door, and it's the florist, and he hands me a, a thing of flowers, and I sign for it, and I take it, and I set it on the table, 
And then I look at it and it dawns on me. We have 12 white rose buds. And who was it from? And it was from somebody I haven't talked to in 20 years. So I got on the phone and I'm like, Lisa, what the bleep? How did you know? <laughs> nobody knew this. Rava and I were the only ones in that room. I told nobody. Right. So she says, well, Rava's been here bugging me for weeks. She <gasps> first, she told me white, 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 white rose, 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 rose. And at the last minute, rose buds. Crazy. That's so that crazy. was such a wonderful, heartfelt confirmation. I cried for an hour. <laughs> I love it when stuff like that happens, you know. Yeah, we get it's so affirming. It's so affirming. And then yeah. with my mom, we had another one with roses. She's supposed to send the rose. Well, she'd been passed for quite a while. And I'm like talking to a friend of mine, like, where's my rose? She <laughs> hasn't sent me my rose. What is, what's going on here? How come she hasn't done that? And I, evidently she heard me. Because we were going to the waterfront in Tacoma, my husband and I, we live in Bremerton, so we were driving to the Tacoma waterfront to walk, and he takes off after this car, going a totally different place than where we're going. I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you going? He goes, I've got to talk to this guy. I'm like, okay. So he follows him until the guy pulls over in a park and asks him about his car. It's one of these old cars that's been refurbished, mm -hmm. and he's just into cars. So he talks to him, has his little chat, and we run into a rose garden, a huge rose garden. In Tacoma, in the park, there's this huge rose garden. I didn't even know it existed. Uh -huh. And so I had to go there, of course, because I love roses. I'm from Portland, the city of oh, roses. Okay. And I grew, roses. With, I, I grew up with roses all over the place. So I go walking through this rose garden, and as I'm walking through, I hear my mother. She says, is this enough roses for you? <laughs> Oh, we gotta do. Thanks, mom. <laughs> so it's so nice to have that confirmation. And if we set it up ahead of time with our loved ones, what we're going to use to communicate, then they know that mm -hmm. it's us. Yeah. Because who else is going to send me twelve rosebuds, white yeah. rosebuds, exactly that that we decided on? Yeah, I think it's you know, I mean, I know that there's more. Um, people are more receptive to things like this now than they have been in the past. Oh, there's a lot so of um, TV shows where people connect mm -hmm. and different things. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that are waking up. I mean, I, I see things on people all the time and see people around them and whatnot. And yes. you know, try to connect those dots where I can yes. for yes. people that are open to that. Um, but it's, but not everybody is, you know, into that. And sometimes I think they are, but they don't, they've never actually said it out loud yeah you know they yeah. never actually acknowledge that um you know that someone is there yeah. I, I remember at my office one time I um I had this lady come in and uh she was sitting in front of me and I could see this baby in front of her oh. and um and the baby reached out and touched my hand which um yeah which was crazy and I, and so I mentioned to her, I said, um, so, so you have a baby in front of you that you're carrying around with you. And she said, yeah, I know. But she, you know, but I don't think she had ever, um, you know, verbalized that to anybody. Yeah. She lost a child. Yeah. Which was heavy. Um, but, um, and the child wanted to be acknowledged and wanted her to, to acknowledge. Yeah. It. Yeah. And, um, and once people do something like that, then they can, um, I don't know, it just seems to move the energy right and they, they yes they it, can, does. They can, it does it yeah. does and when somebody else sees it too it's really affirming for them yes yes, yes. and uh, yes. I, uh, it's so good 
I'll tell you, there's another story that comes to mind that I think people would really be amazed by. And this was, um, I wasn't really doing my work per se, but I was just talking to a friend on the phone. And I had this rule with the other side. Look, I don't want to be a medium. It's not my thing. Right. But if you're, if you're related to somebody I truly love, I'm willing to deliver your message. Right. And so I'm talking to my friend on the phone and she's telling me about something that happened to a friend of hers and she is just devastated by it. The kid was macheted to death. <gasps> oh and, my gosh. and the mother, her friend, my friend's friend was in total grief from this happening. And as she's talking to me, the kid comes into the room in spirit. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, well, who gives you permission to talk to me? I don't just talk to anybody. So challenging him. And he says, Petra, or oh, I'm sorry, the, the person you're talking to. Uh -huh. And um, so I was like, okay, you got me. I will take your message. What's the message? And so the message was that it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a, a hurt like you thought it was. He says, he shows me himself. He, he shows me three, first of all. He said, I had three choices. I could have died in any of those ways, but I had the three choices. And I chose this one to take out the people who killed me. To wow. put them behind bars and get them out of commission. They had killed other people and they were going to kill more people. And I wanted them out of commission. And I, but I chose a violent death for something I wanted to learn. So all of those three choices were violent deaths. But he chose this one to take them out. Wow. And so that was the first thing he showed me. Then he showed me himself in a chair, somebody holding him, somebody with the machete in front of him. He says, I'm not here. And he pointed up. He said, I'm up there. I never mm -hmm. felt a thing. I wasn't there. It wow. was already gone. And I thought, wow. And then he showed me this piece of material. And it was like a red piece of material. I'm like, what the bleep? What's, what's that about? And I'm trying to, I'm getting a feeling of water and ocean. And I'm still, I'm just not getting it. And I didn't know what it was. So I just let it go finally. And he had finished what he had to say. He put his hands together, bowed and went out, which evidently was significant. He's Buddhist. I didn't know uh -huh. that till later. But I didn't get what that material was. So I told her, I told the person I was talking to on the phone, she told the mother. And the mother was um, very much relieved to hear because it was a very hard thing for her to go through. Right. And then um, he kept, the kid kept coming back to me. He came back like three times and he kept show he just show up and show me the material. And I was like, what's with this material thing? Go away. I don't want to hear from you. But I was like, okay, what's going on with that? So I called my friend and I said, did you tell the mother about the material? She goes, oh, I forgot that part. I was like, would you please? I don't want to hear from him anymore. <laughs> I don't need to be reminded of this. It was very hard on me to hear this. Right. You know, it's emotional. And so she went and she told her. And later that evening, I was sitting and I was watching TV with my husband. And there's a text came on. And the, it was the mother. And she says, you have no idea what that meant. I take a red cloth and I walk on the beach and I wonder, does he hear me? Wow. So it was really important to her. That's why he kept coming back and saying, red cloth, red I cloth, hear red cloth. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a, a, a sacrimonial cloth because of being native, I guess. Uh huh. And so it meant something to her. Wow. So That's that was fun. That was fun afterwards. Connecting <laughs> all those thoughts. Yeah, you were talking about afterwards. Was there more that you wanted to talk about that? About which? I'm sorry. About afterwards. 
Oh. You know, you told some stories on that already, but I didn't know if there was more you wanted to say on that. Well, that's basically what I had to say on that. I don't think there was anything else that I didn't say. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just comments about the afterlife. It is the most amazing place. And it's lovely for me to be the person because it, you have to realize at 11, I went through this. I knew this information and nobody knew. And I couldn't right. talk to anybody yeah. because nobody understood this stuff. And if I started to, they'd just cut me off or tell me I had a good imagination. Right. And my mother actually took me to a psychiatrist when she found out oh about this. Yeah. And the psychiatrist obviously had had a near-death experience because he's sitting there eating every word. <gasps> and you can see him getting validated by what I was saying. Right. But yet he's not telling me that. And oh so he, he says to my mother, she's perfectly healthy. She is not having any mental issues. She just has a good imagination. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this is what I was for so many years, like just having a good imagination. And I'm like having all this information and I want to talk to somebody. And there's nobody. <laughs> but So I'm getting more and more normal as time goes on. We have people with all kinds of things on television now. And it's, it's okay to talk about these things. Yeah. It's such a relief for me to be able to share. Yeah. Because, you know, people just didn't want to hear it before. Yeah. And I had to be so weird. (laughs) I know. I've been called weird a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm so much less weird nowadays. (laughs) That's really funny for me. I remember I had this one person that came into my store when I, when I had my store and he walked in and walked into my office. You, you remember you were, you were there. And he looked around and I'm like, what? And he goes, you don't have dead chickens hanging around. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I don't do dead chickens. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The things that they think. Yeah. Cause people have called me, you know, all these interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I get a lot of Christians now that Uh are coming in that before they wouldn't have come anywhere near me. Yeah. But they're they're getting to this place where their religion isn't answering their questions. Mm-hmm. Like somebody might be appearing to them that want a dead relative. And they're like, well, I have no way of understanding this. Right. And that, so they'll come to me because they want to understand what's happening with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to help people with that and help them to understand about the other side because it's such a wonderful place. Yeah. Great. Oh, so we're going to take a little respite. This is Kasara Deline from True Health, and you can reach me at truehealth.com. Can you remind uh, the listeners, Tanya, how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, my website, uh, www.tanyaswan.com. And you're listening to True Health with Kasara Deline on Lift Your Spirits Radio, and we'll be speaking more with Tanya Swan on the unique natural health services she offers. So are you ready to have a major breakthrough in your life? Marla Williams, a certified life coach and TLT practitioner, transforms lives, moving her clients from apathy to happiness, from stress to balance, from uncertainty to total confidence and more. 
Marla will help you identify the one breakthrough point you can change to live life in more harmony with your true self. It is life-changing. Sign up for a complimentary session at MarlaWilliams.net and experience the magic of moving from stuckness into a life you love. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kasara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit truehealth.com. That's T-R-U health.com. And schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to True Health by Kassar Deline on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And I am speaking with Tanya Swan on the unique health services she offers. And she offers this really, uh, I can't, I, I, it's very different from anything <laughs> I've ever done before, I have to say. It is. Um, yeah, it's called Genesis. And it's a service that you offer in Issaquah, right? Now, this one, you yes. have to be in person, obviously. Yes, you have to be in person. <laughs> well, actually, we've done some pictures of people. Oh, really? Wow. In the Genesis, and it has had an effect. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that does not surprise me. So, so talk to me and the listeners about Genesis. What, what is it exactly? And the Genesis is a sound healing chamber. And what it feels like is like you're in the pyramids. I mean, so many people have said that they felt like they were in a pyramid. And the energy of a pyramid and i don't know because i've never been in the pyramids in egypt but the feeling that i get from you know just knowing what that is is the feeling i get when i'm in the genesis and it, to me it just puts me in bliss i just go out into this wonderful place sometimes i find myself flying through space and uh-huh. just feeling out of my body and just free and and that's just a lovely experience for a lot of people it's um it's a different experience that they're looking for healing they're looking for overcoming loss We've had actually people show up that um, when people have passed, that they go in to do some work on the loss. And while they're in there, the people have shown up. My husband actually did that. And he's like, well, not only did my brother show up, but my grandma, my mother, my dad were also there. I said, oh, wow. Wasn't it kind of crowded in there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not a tight space. um, But I mean, there's plenty of room to move around. Yeah. It's about the size of a room. So you're laying on a, a a bed there and it, it, the sound is coming up through the bottom and it's going all through you and through the chamber and back through you again and it's just bringing people to a place of homeostasis so a lot of what we do with it and what it's fda approved for is relieving stress yeah i would say it would be very good with that i felt that yeah. when i did it um it was very grounding yeah very grounded and very yeah. safe and 
And um, it rebalances the autonomic nervous yeah. system and brings people out of the fight and flight and gets them grounded and in, you know, into a very homeostasis situation where they're feeling more like themselves again. And you said there's only 14 of these in the U.S.? Yeah, there's only 14 so far. And there are other similar things, but this is the only energy genesis. It's only the 14 of them. Great. And from what I can see, there's not that many of them active. Some people have bought them for personal use. Wow. There seems to be about four around the country. Okay. But yeah, so if you're in the Pacific Northwest, it's very easy to get to you. Yeah, very <laughs> easy to get to me. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. It's, a, it's something that people just love to do because, you know, we we have so much stress and we don't get time to really take out time for ourselves and especially the moms they love to get in there and shut the door is shut no one can get to them no one can ask questions right it's just their time yes definitely loving that but it also helps with healing you know my experience with it it was a little bit strange because I wasn't really looking for another job (laughs) my friend had had great experiences with this for her husband who was dying he had fibroids in his lungs and she had decided that she would um, try this for him. And it had such good success that they bought one and they put it in their living room, took up the living room. And it's, it's really helped him. He's still alive. He went back to work, got a new job as a sheriff. I mean, he was like transformed by this. So she insisted I had to have one. And right. I was like, no, actually, I don't need another job. I have too many already. Right. But I thought, well, if I'm supposed to have it, then, you know, God send me a sign. And it was like a $100,000 machine. That was like, right. yeah, that's a lot of money to invest in something I really don't even know anything about. Right. And not even experienced yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I hadn't even been in it. Exactly. Wow. I was just going by what she said. So I said, well, God, if I'm supposed to have it, then reduce the price, number one, and get me some, you know, something to tell me to do this, some sign. And so it went down in price to $67,000 at Christmas. And my girlfriend called me and she's like, oh, you got to do it. It's down. It's, it's a lot cheaper. And I thought, well, okay, I'll meditate on it. So I meditated on it. I saw myself giving the money to the person and not getting a machine. And I thought, well, this is kind of weird. So I called her back. And then we called the person that was the sales rep. And she says, oh, yeah, that's been happening. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So oh. then I thought, well, that's not going to be what I'm going to do. And then we got, uh, she got, my friend got an email from the lady who was the sales rep saying she was going to sell her machine for $25,000. That's a lot less. <laughs> yeah. So I called her. I said, okay, I get the, I get the message. God, I get it. You don't have to hit me with the two by four. You really want me to do this. It must be important for people here in Seattle. Right. So I called her up and she goes, well, it just sold just before you called somebody called and, and bought it. And I said, well, if they back out for any reason. I will buy this thing. I am making a commitment to you. <laughs> and I hung up and she called back in about 15 minutes. <laughs> and she said, the lady that had, the, the lady that was buying it said, I bought this for myself. It's only going to help one person. Oh. Seattle needs it. You sell it to that girl. And wow. so I knew I was supposed to do it. So I did. And I'm so glad I did because it really, for one, I would have paid $25,000 to have the extra two years I got with my mother as a result of her being in this every week. Yeah. So I, she was my first client, my mother, I put her in, she was, she had, she had nerve damage in her arm so severely from a port that they had tried to put in and damaged it, that she had pain so bad that she was on narcotics oh. and she was going to have to be on that. They told her for the rest of her life because they weren't going to be able to get this to heal. 
And so I put her in the Genesis the first time and she's supposed to come back and do it the next day. Right. And because you do three days in a row and she didn't show up for her appointment. And I called her and I'm like, mom, what's going on? You're not here. And she said, well, I'm detoxing. I said, well, yeah, the Genesis does cause detoxing. You're supposed to drink water and flush that out. That's the cell mm-hmm, detox. Mm-hmm. But she says, no, no, I, I'm detoxing from the, the drugs. They're coming out of my system. And I'm like, well, are you not taking them? And she's like, no, I quit taking them. I'm like freaking oh, out no. at this point because last time she quit taking the drug, she was curled up in a ball crying. Oh, so because it would get so much pain, but she doesn't like to take the drugs. So she was trying not to take it. And I was like, mom, you have to take these things. This is really important because otherwise you'll be really in pain and you're going to be curled up in a ball again and crying. And, and then it takes a while to get back to where you don't have the pain. And she said, no, you're not getting this. I don't have any pain. Wow. And I, I couldn't even hear it. To me, that was impossible what she was telling me and it didn't sink into my brain finally I got it so yeah that was amazing to me to see what happened with her and I kept putting her in every week she would come in and we would do it or we'd do the three day you can do it once a week you can do three days in a row most of the time she liked the once a week and it just helped her to have more energy mm-hmm. and to keep going and so I got a lot more time with her I know that because of the genesis and it would be worth it to have just paid the money for that because you know yeah you want those times. Yeah. It's and amazing to me, you know, I think, you know, like on my show before, we've talked a lot about sound and frequency. We've done mm-hmm. shows on that before, and I've written articles on that, done a lot of research on that, actually. And um, it's so powerful. And um, it's sad that there's not more awareness in people of, you know, uh, things like the Genesis and, and other healing techniques that have to do with frequency and sound because they're it's so easy literally to to just like for your mother to literally turn that switch it is so that um people can can have a different perspective physically and not have the pain or the emotional um turmoil or whatever you want to call it (laughs) that yeah um, and especially for people that have lost people that is the thing yeah I've I've worked with the genesis for a couple years now and I've just seen different things but the one that really gets to me is when I see people especially friends that I've had where they have lost somebody and they're just devastated and they look like a deer with the lights in their eyes you know the headlights Uh and they just are frozen and emotional and they don't know how to get back to their normal and I put them in the genesis and they come out looking like their feet are on the ground and they're back in their bodies just solid and they just look better in every way and they're able to go on and function in their life so much better after that. So that has been just so much fun to be able to do something. Because, you know, when somebody loses somebody, it's really hard to do something. Yeah. I mean, what do you say to them? What do you do for them? It's, it's hard yeah. to find something. Finally, I found something I can do that really helps them. Yeah. And everybody processes their grief differently, right? Yeah. And we each need different things. And, it, and there's no time limit to that either. It's like. Um, but I know people can really get stuck in that, um, obviously, um, which is they really absolutely sad. can. They absolutely can. And so this is a way to help them to to move out of that energy and into a, a better place for them. Yeah. And then sometimes, of course, the people show up in the genesis. Yeah. Relatives, yeah. So how long has this technology been out there? That, uh, when did that? Um, you know what? I don't actually know. That's a good question. Not that long. Not that long. Maybe 10 years. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. It was started by Barry McNew. He invented it. And he and Gail, who is uh, the person in Denver that I got my machine from, they worked with it for many years. And he worked a lot with Parkinson's. Uh, they did a, a study with, um, what's that guy? Anyway, one of the doctors, natural doctors, they did a study mm -hmm. at a university and they found some good things with um, the Parkinson's. I haven't worked that much with the Parkinson's. I have a focus more on the afterlife and grief and stress and trauma. So that's where I've done more of my work. And recently I had a great thing happen with using the Genesis. I had a, a client and she has been a client for many years. We're good friends. And she had gone to a wedding in Denver. And so she was up higher than she's used to. And, you know, we're wearing masks and everything at this time. Mm -hmm. So she did the mask on and here she is, you know, high up in the air and she stands up and falls over onto a table that's a metal table and slices her brain open. Oh my gosh. So she's got, she's rushed to the hospital and they put staples in and they put stitches in and then they didn't realize that her neck was broken and they sent her home. Oh my God. She went on the airplane. She went, you know, to, she went to the wedding. She actually got to the wedding the next day. She was so determined to be there. Oh my God. So she did the wedding. She took the airplane flight home, handled her luggage and got all the way home. Then saw her doctor and her doctor's like, your neck is broken. Was she in a lot of pain? Yeah. A lot of pain. Wow. So they put her on painkillers, of course, and then put her in the, the big brace on her neck. Right. And I just, when I heard that story, I'm like, we're putting you in the Genesis because Genesis, it, it accelerates healing. Right. And I was like, maybe there's a chance because she had just previously had a bunch of things happen where she had to have a bunch of surgeries and they were telling her she was going to have to have another surgery. And I was like, no, no, we just can't do another surgery. You right. have had so much this year. You just, you trauma. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that these things called facets that were broken on her neck are really hard to heal. It's like a, you know, 5% chance of healing or something. It's really low. And so I put her in the Genesis every week and, um, we just kept doing it and I think we've done oh man about six or seven and I also had her visualize like I want you to look at this see what it looks like what is it supposed to be like right. get that in your head know what it's supposed right. to tell the body this is what I want you to heal this is what I want it to be and do that and when you're in the genesis you can concept for something like that and then let the genesis run and it helps to like make it happen absolutely yes so we got this call yesterday when we were my friend that was also working with her and my daughter were in the room that uh, or this text that she does not have to have the surgery that it healed wow that's we were great. dancing I was so excited <laughs> that's great we were just dancing in the room there because uh that's just wonderful news so people can come with emotional issues or any kind of physical issue um and then you can help do they do people say well I want to do hypnotherapy or I want to do genesis or do you help just provide them the education so they can make that choice for themselves both I have some people come in they did they've heard about the genesis that something's happened with somebody they know and they want to do it and that's that's what they come for and that's what we do uh -huh. and they may find out I, I do get accused of this a lot um I didn't know you do this <laughs> yeah because I'm helping them with what I'm helping them with and I don't think to say oh I do this and I do this and I do this or something you know right 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 so but eventually they you know <laughs> find out or or that I wrote a book or two yeah. um they don't necessarily know that and they're like why do you have a book <laughs> so, I'm not good at tuning my own horn I'm sorry yeah 
Yeah, no, I, I get that too, where people are, um, they come for one thing and then they find out that you do yeah, other things. Yeah, it's so. really fun. And, and we've been thinking, uh, been talking with the person who's working with me now about doing some hypnosis in the Genesis. Uh-huh. Like putting them through a Genesis session and then leaving them in the chamber and doing the, the session there. Yeah. And I just think that would be really fun. Yeah. Because it puts well, you in such a state of bliss and out of body already. Yeah. That would be such a great transition. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today, Tanya. It's been great talking with you and oh. learning about all the cool things that you do. And I hope the listeners uh, will tap into that and check you out on the website and give you a call. And remind us how they can get a hold of you again. TanyaSwan.com or just Google me. I or come Google, up in Google really Google easy. Google Tanya Swan. <laughs> and thank you, Kasara, for having me. You're just such a wonderful person to work with. I just love you. Oh, thank you. So you're listening to True Health by Kasara Deleen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And this is Kasara. And you can reach me at TrueHealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com. Thank you so much for joining us this month. And we hope to see you again next month. And we'll leave you with some more music from my son, musician Dean Foster and Blue Shaston. You were-